Hey everyone, Brian from All Day Rock Off here. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting, getting ready for 2020, and trying to make that an awesome year. 2019 was quite the year over here. Definitely some good things and definitely some not so good things. Either way, it was really, really busy for myself, and I'm sure it was busy for you too. In this episode, it's just going to be me talking about goal setting, 2019 goals, how to kind of wrap those up and then how I prep for the next year's goals. If this is your first time listening to an episode, generally I have a guest on with me. This episode is releasing between Christmas and New Year's, and so it can be nice to release a a quieter episode. You're listening to the All Day Rock Off podcast, episode number 133. Before we get into goal setting, I just want to take a second to say thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for everything over the past year. It's truly, truly appreciated. I just want you to know that. It's been a full another year of podcasts, released an episode every week, which is a ton of fun, a ton of work, but I have a good time with it and I really, really hope that you're enjoying them. When it comes to goal setting, I try and keep my whole plan fairly easy, straightforward, nothing too complicated. I find that if I complicate it, that I end up either not following through with some of the goals, I end up not revisiting them throughout the year, or I just kind of push them off to the side because they're too much work to manage. At the end of the year, the first thing I usually do is I wrap up the previous year's goals. So for me in this year, since we're just between 2019 and 2020, it would be looking at the goals I set for 2019 marking down the ones that I completed, the ones that I didn't complete, and then figuring out why that happened. So if this is the first time that you are going to be setting your goals, you can still do this process. You just have to be very honest with yourself. Try and just put yourself a year ago in this time frame. So back in 2018, end of December, what did you want to accomplish in 2019? This could be related to fitness, to rucking, since this is a rucking-related podcast. could be related to family. Write down the goals that you had for the year, and then go through and mark the ones that you completed and the ones that you haven't completed. If you did set your goals for 2019, then this is a great opportunity to grab them and go through that same process. This is something I do because I like to know which goals I finished, which goals I didn't finish and why. Once I've marked down the ones that I've finished, I'll go through those first and I'll look at why I was able to accomplish them. Was it because the goal was too easy, which used to be the case, I hope it's not the case anymore, but was it an incredibly easy goal and that's why I accomplished it? Was it because I trained really hard for something, I made a plan and it all paid off? Did I get lucky and finish something? I try and be as honest as possible with my goals, write down how I accomplished them, why I accomplished them, and usually smile a couple times because it's nice to accomplish the goals that you set out for yourself. After going through those, I'll flip over to the other side, the goals that I didn't complete for the year, and I'll do the same thing. Why did I not complete the goal? Did I run out of time? Did something come up? In 2019, my son was in the hospital twice, once for a week, once for 10 days. 
did something fall within that time frame? This isn't about making excuses for the goals for why you weren't able to accomplish them, but just trying to figure out the reasoning surrounding it so that you can try and mitigate it in the future. All of these are supposed to be learning exercises. So if you go through, just check everything off and say, done, 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 on to the next, and don't actually learn anything from it, then I mean, what's the point, right? All these things that we try and do, whether it's training for events, setting goals, it's all to better ourselves in some direction. So being honest, taking the time, it can really pay off if you do it right. Once I've got the goals I've completed, the ones I haven't completed, the reasoning behind both of those columns, I usually tuck it away somewhere, maybe with the previous year's goals. It's kind of fun to have a list going so you can look back and you can see in previous years, in 2018, 2017, the things that were important to you then. Because I know when I started doing this whole goal planning thing, the things that were important to me at that time are not the same things that are important to me right now. And so it can be kind of fun to look back, remember what your life was like, and the things that you held dear to yourself then. Once we have that out of the way, we've kind of closed up 2019. Then we're going to move forward. We're going to look at 2020. We're going to get a piece of paper, write down. Generally, I choose two to three categories, and then maybe two to three goals per category tops. What I mean by category might be personal, it might be financial, it might be related to work, it might be related to fitness. The categories I generally go with are something fitness related and then family related. Once I've got my category set up, I'll just start writing down goals for each category. There might be five goals, there might be 10 goals, there might be 15, things that I want to get done in the future. When it comes to these types of goals, I always like to be more specific than not. Goals that I don't like, rock more, run more, do some yoga, things that are very generic. And I mean, how do you know? More than what? More than last month, more than last year. Ruck 300 miles in the year. Finish a Go Ruck Tough event. Specific events that once you've completed them, you know 100% that you've completed that goal. Those are the goals that I like and the ones that I found that really work well for me. Family related goals. I like going out on dates with my wife. So maybe two date nights a month, something like that specific, not spend more time with my wife spend more time with my kids, but things that I can look at, count up, and figure out if I completed it or if I didn't complete it. Once I've got the list down, there might be five, 10 goals, like I said, per category. That's when I take a break, probably go for a run, go for a rock, do something, hang out with the kids, and then come back to it later. Look at the goals, see if there's anything I missed, anything that might have some overlap, so you can just keep one of them, or things that really aren't that important. I'll cross some of them out. I'll put stars next to some of them, the ones that I definitely want to keep on there. And what I try and end with is maybe three to four goals in each category. Important goals to me, but not a ton of goals. That way I'm able to focus on them. And these are the things that are supposed to be important to you. So accomplishing them should mean something. Once I've narrowed it down to three or four goals per category, I'll rank the top three, the ones that I really want to get accomplished this year. If you're used to racing, it's like choosing your A races, the races that you're going to really, really try and crush, succeed at, possibly win. These are the goals that I want to get done. 
And then the other goals kind of fall below that. When I've got my list of goals there, I'll start writing out ways that I can accomplish them and things that could come up that would prevent me from accomplishing these goals. I don't get too crazy on this because there's millions of reasons why you might not accomplish your goals. You might get hit by a car. You might break an arm. Someone might get sick. I don't find it useful to write down all of those reasons, but more the reasons, especially when you're able to look back at previous years, that you haven't been able to accomplish similar goals. If I wanted to PR a half marathon, but I didn't start training soon enough because I didn't take it seriously, that happens sometimes, and then I didn't PR the half marathon. Not starting training soon enough, that's the reason why I didn't finish that goal. I'll write that down if my goal is to PR something this year. That way, when I'm looking at these goals, I remember, look, I messed up a couple of years ago. I didn't finish this goal because I didn't start training soon enough. I'm not going to let that happen again. And although it's not a ton of fun to look back at your failures, using those moving forward turns them into something more than just a failure. It makes it a learning experience and something that you can use to finish your goals in the future. That's something that I would throw on the list of reasons why I might not complete a goal. And again, that list is not to give you an out on why you shouldn't accomplish it, but it's something that you should look at and make sure that you're remembering, make sure that you're planning around and make sure that you don't let them get in the way. Then I'll flip it over on ways to accomplish that goal. So if my goal is to PR a half marathon, if it's to finish a Gorak Tough event, I'll start looking in my area for events. When is Gorak coming to Seattle with their Tough event? Oh, they'll be here three times next year. Okay, which one of those works within my calendar or which two of them? Try and start planning things out high level, just kind of getting the information together so that when you really start making a plan for your year, when you really start training, you know high level where you're going, when you're going to be doing the event. If the event's in February versus September, I mean, way different, right? on when you have to start training, the gear you need for it, the kind of thoughts that you're going to have around the event, when you need to start mentally preparing for it. So getting all of the ways to accomplish these goals together and then kind of mapping them out will help a ton. If my goal is to finish the Star Course 15K, if it's to do back-to-back tough light events, if it's to finish a heavy, and I find all the events and they're all within two months of each other, I'm going to look at that and say, huh, I've got a five-year-old, I've got a two-year-old, I've got a wife, I've got a new dog. I don't know if I could be gone that often in a two-month time period. Maybe I need to sort some of that out, push something back a couple months, figure out if there's Star Course events later in the year, or if there's a tough light later in the year. Figure out how to organize everything so that your life will push you to succeed at it. I know I could make something like that work, but I know I wouldn't enjoy it. When I'd be gone at the event, I'd be thinking about my family, especially when those events are so close together and I'm spending all that time at the events instead of time with them. As I mentioned, kind of towards the beginning, looking back at your previous year's goals, it's interesting to see what's important to you in the past versus present. Looking back at my goals from five years ago before I had kids, it was all GORUCK-related goals, all fitness-related goals. There was a half Ironman on there. There was marathon, all that kind of stuff, just tons of fitness related goals. And it's been interesting to see over the years how family goals have been creeping in there and have 
kind of gone half and half with fitness goals. And in some cases, there's more of those than there are fitness goals. That's just because of the place I am in my life. Goals change as you progress in your career, as you get older. But I just want to touch on quickly editing goals for your current year. I know there's some people who think that you shouldn't add goals to your list. You shouldn't remove goals from your list. I'm not as strict for myself personally, because I know that the start of the year, the end of the year, they're just points in time. There's nothing more meaningful to it than that. It's just a time when I look at my goals, but they're really progressing throughout the year. Things are changing. So if I end up removing something from my list or I end up adding something to my list, I always write down why. What happened specifically to make me add this to my list? Am I no longer interested in something that was a goal previously? Did I get a new interest, something that I'm, that I'm really excited and passionate about? And that's why this is a new goal in here. No matter what the reason is, I always, always add it so I know later down the road. And when I say later, it could be the end of the year. It could be two years, five years later, why I added it, why I removed it. Because when I'm looking back years in the past, sometimes I don't remember those details. The worst thing you can do for goal setting is just start Xing off goals that you don't think you're going to be able to accomplish because that doesn't do you any good. Looking back at them at the end of the year and figuring out why you weren't able to accomplish them can really help you going forward, but just crossing them off, never coming back to them, pretending they never existed. I've found for myself personally, that's not how I grow when it comes to goal setting. So that's something that I make sure never to do for myself. And I don't recommend anyone does it for them either. At this point, you should have your previous year's goals kind of wrapped up, the things that you accomplished, the things that you didn't accomplish, the reasons why. You should have a list of 2020 goals, the current year's goals, the things that you want to get done written down. You should have the ways you're going to accomplish them, the things that could pop up to prevent you from accomplishing them. And then with that list, you should start planning out how you're going to realistically get it done in 2020. Goal setting is a ton of fun for me. I really enjoy it because I like looking at the data. I try and turn these goals as much as I can into pieces of data, looking at them, figuring out what worked, what didn't work, how to improve, and just try and get better with it every single year. If you're someone who doesn't goal set, then maybe this could be the first year you do it. Give it a shot, spend half an hour on it. And if it doesn't work out, then that's only half an hour wasted. That's honestly not that much time when it comes to the potential help that something like this could give you. If you're someone that already goal sets year over year, that's awesome. If you have a different strategy, I would love to hear about it. I'm always looking at ways to improve my strategy. I've got it down to something that works for me, but I know it doesn't work for everyone else. So I'm always interested in hearing your thoughts on goal setting, your techniques, your strategies, and just ways to make your next year the best year that it can be. Speaking of next year, I have a ton of awesome guests lined up for the podcast. I'm really excited about the year and I hope that you're excited as well. If you have suggestions for the show, guests I should have on, feel free to email me, hit me up, brian spelled B-R-I-A-N at alldayrockoff.com. Send me messages on Instagram at alldayrockoff, Twitter, which I check less than Instagram, Facebook Messenger, any of that good stuff. You can leave a comment in the show notes. This one will be at alldayrockoff.com slash 133. 
And I just wanted to close out by saying, I hope you had an amazing holiday and I hope you have an awesome start to your next year. It'll be the beginning of 2020 when I talk to you again next time. So I hope you have a wonderful new year. Stay safe out there. And thank you again for all the support. I know this was a quick episode. I just wanted to pop in, kind of remind you about goal setting, give you some tips, some tricks to getting it done. But I didn't want to take away from your time spent with family. So hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully you're able to spend time with those you care about. And I can't wait to talk to you again in the new year. Thank you again for the support. And as always, don't forget, attitude is everything. Keep yours positive and drink hard, rock harder.